Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for Stock Market Podcast Globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to the Wealth Within website and click on the News and Media tab. Over the decades that I've been helping traders and investors, one of the more common questions I get asked is, what do you think about this stock? The reason this question comes up is because more often than not, the individual asking is losing. In response to this question, I always ask, why did you buy it? And the answer is because it pays a good dividend. But is investing for dividends and using dividend reinvestment plans the best strategy to apply in the stock market? I would argue that you shouldn't buy stocks on dividends alone. A good investment must have capital growth whereby your investments appreciate in value and income from dividends. While both are equally important, depending on your circumstances and where you are in your life, you may place more emphasis on one or the other. That's it, I teach traders and investors to develop a strategy that combines both using my four golden rules to investing in shares which I outline in detail in my latest book, Accelerate Your Wealth, It's Your Money, Your Choice. So let's take a look at what dividends are and why you would consider using a dividend reinvestment plan in your portfolio. When you purchase shares in a company, you're entitled to receive a portion of the profits in the form of a dividend. How much you get paid will vary widely. Therefore, it pays to check the company's dividend policy before purchasing shares to ensure it fits with the goal of your portfolio. When you purchase shares in a company, you are entitled to receive a portion of the profits in the form of a dividend. How much you get paid will vary widely. Therefore, it pays to check the company's dividend policy before purchasing shares to ensure it fits with the goal of your portfolio. For example, if your goal was to purchase shares that deliver both growth and income, then purchasing a small cap stock may not deliver the outcome you are seeking as it may not pay a dividend. Companies usually pay dividends twice a year, although depending on the company's policy, they can pay more or less frequently. You can find out when a company pays its dividends by visiting the stock exchange or by going to the company's website. So when are you entitled to a dividend? Each dividend has a record date and an ex-dividend date associated with it. The record date is the date the company closes its register to determine which shareholders are entitled to receive the current dividend while the ex-dividend date falls one business day before the company's record date. To be entitled to a dividend, you must have purchased shares in the company before the ex-dividend date. There is no set formula as to how a company will calculate the percentage of profits they will pay as a dividend, as there are many factors that are taken into account, which is why this is largely irrelevant. What is important to understand is how to calculate the dividend yield you will receive. A company's dividend yield is calculated as the income you receive from holding the shares expressed as a percentage of its current market price. Therefore, the dividend yield equates to the annual dividend per share 
divided by the current share price multiplied by 100. For example, if you purchase shares priced at $1 and the company paid a dividend of 10 cents, its dividend yield would be 10 cents divided by $1 multiplied by 100, which equates to 10%. Therefore, when you purchase shares in a company, you secure the price at which the dividend yield is calculated because your entitlement to a dividend is based on the price you paid for the stock. So what if the price of the stock you own rises to $2 and it still pays a dividend of 10 cents per share? The dividend yield would now represent 5% based on the current stock price. But your dividend yield would continue to be 10% because you purchased the shares at $1. Interestingly, as the price of the stock falls, its dividend yield generally rises and therefore becomes more attractive to investors seeking dividends for income. But some would have you believe that a higher dividend yield means the stock is cheap and an opportunity to achieve good capital growth. Unfortunately, this is only true once the stock stops falling. On the whole, companies that have a history of paying good dividends are profitable. Therefore, I recommend identifying companies that pay good dividend yield and are falling in value as they may alert you to stocks that will eventually turn and start to rise once again. So you get both income and capital gain. Many companies also offer dividend reinvestment plans which allow you to use the money you would normally receive as cash to purchase additional shares in the company. The main advantage of a dividend reinvestment plan is that it compounds your returns because you're reinvesting your earnings. It is also a very effective form of forced savings, provided you know how to protect your capital if the stock turns and starts to fall away. So how does a dividend reinvestment plan work? Well, shares are usually issued at current market prices, although sometimes they are offered at a discount. In most cases, you can nominate whether all or part of your shareholding is included in a dividend reinvestment plan. And the good news if you decide to reinvest your dividends is that the shares are acquired without having to pay any brokerage. Once you receive a dividend payment, the company will issue a statement detailing the allotment of shares you received as part of the dividend reinvestment plan. You should ensure you file this statement with your contract notes so that you have all of the records available when preparing your tax return. Whether or not you reinvest your dividends will depend on your investment goals. For example, if you choose to operate a growth portfolio, it makes sense to reinvest your dividends so that you compound your returns. However, if you are operating a portfolio to generate income, then you would take the dividends as a cash payment. This is more common for retirees who may not necessarily need capital growth and would prefer extra income to support their lifestyle. Interestingly, dividend payments are often more attractive for retirees than receiving rental income from properties for two reasons. Firstly, because the dividend yield on many stocks is higher than the rental yield on a property. And secondly, when you factor in the cost of maintaining the property, many find the net yield is very low. But what if you would prefer to receive the dividends as income rather than reinvest them? The question is what should you do with the cash? Now I strongly recommend you use it to fund other investments. For example, you could take the money and place it in an interest bearing account to build up a deposit for a home or use it to pay down your home loan much quicker. Alternatively, you may want to use it to purchase other stocks so as to build up your portfolio. 
Either way, the important point to remember is whatever you earn from your investments must be reinvested into other assets so that you continue to compound your returns. So there you have it. All you need to know about dividends and dividend reinvestment plans. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to the Wealth Within website and click on the News and Media tab.